happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday to you. Anyway, guys, welcome to Melanade Way. I am Linda and Twee. Forever. What's forever? Be get what's going on forever and ever and ever never and ever never. Uh, we are covering Darcy and Stacey. We're catching up season four, episode two, and we're doing episode three as well. I'm trying to catch us up on all the things that we are behind on. Um, as you guys know, the next few days, it's going to be a little weird with shows because I've got some things going on, but I will definitely keep you posted. See, Cruz. Hey, girl. Hey. Um, I wanted to, so I was going to start with this, but I think I want to start with something else. I want to talk to you guys about something first. Let me see if I can find it. Uh, my Patreon subscribers, you guys have already seen this, so it's not new information for you guys. Um, but I got to show you something. So, because we're going to be talking about this. So, I um, have interacted with Darcy quite a few times through TLC, pre-COVID, um, all the cast members used to come in and out of LA and we used to like have mixers and parties and all the things. So we would always um, know the cast, new cast, old cast, all the things. And so this was 2019. This was 2019. And so 20. 20, 2021, 22, so four years ago. And like, I gotta tell you, like Darcy is flawless. Like even, like just look at Darcy. She's beautiful, striking, beautiful, striking, beautiful. And I just am like so, like so many changes in four years. And like, I'm not against a nip and a tuck here and there, you know, do whatever makes you feel happy and healthy and all the things, but then I'm like, how, what, wait, like, so I'll show you this photo. So this is from last season when they had just gotten their surgeries and it's just so different. Do you know what I mean? I mean it, it, do, I, and I'm trying to figure out because normally people are like, oh, you know, you're going to do a nip and a tuck here um, because you feel insecure about X, Y, and Z. But they both, they, Darcy and Stacey were already very beautiful. So I'm just, it's just very confusing for me. It's very confusing. Let me know what your thoughts are in the live chat. Let me know if you're watching the replay in the comments, what you believe is going on here. I do have a whole theory and I talk to you guys on Patreon about it. But I'm definitely curious, uh, YouTubers, what you guys think as well. And anywhere you're listening to this uh, as a podcast, definitely let me know what you guys think is going on. That being said, we're going to hit up season four, episode two, blow ups and blow hards. So one of the things that's new is Darcy and Stacey are fighting. And we haven't really seen a season where the two of them have been fighting as much as they've been fighting this season. And you know, my theory is I just think Darcy really likes everything to be about the twins and she likes them to be equal. She likes them to be exactly in the same space. And it looks like Stacy's moving her life forward. You know, she's married, she's having another wedding, all the things. And, you know, Darcy is feeling like she's getting older. She's single. She doesn't want to start again. And she feels like she's being left behind a little bit. That's how I feel. 
right? Now, do I think that Stacy puts in some digs because she knows what Darcy's heart hot buttons are? Absolutely. But I don't know. Darcy is being extra mean, in my opinion, towards Stacy. And I think a little bit of his jealousy, I think a little bit of it, she's saying she's feeling vulnerable. I agree with that. But I also think that she's just not happy that she's being left behind in her mind. She thinks that being single somehow is a detriment to her and she's less than. And she's she is exuding that and putting that on her sister Stacy. That's what I think. So um they're still fighting. Stacy feels like, you know, they're both in the wrong cuz they both gave digs towards each other and she feels bad for taking jabs at Darcy, which is big of her to recognize, right? So not a lot of people are going to be like, hey, you know what? I knew I was an asshole in this situation. I feel bad. And, you know, I should apologize. But instead of apologizing, she walks over to, <laughs> to Darcy and she's like, are you done with your tantrum? I think we just both need to cool off. Have you cooled off? Um, and Darcy has all the attitudes. She's like, have you cooled off are you done with your tantrum and so you have this twin bickering back and forth and darcy's holding on to the fact that stacy said that her attitude darcy's attitude pushes guys away which is obviously a hot button topic because you think about her exes like jesse and georgie and tom right the common denominator is darcy However you feel about those guys, the common denominator is Darcy, right? Then Stacy also said that she needed, that Darcy needed to get laid. And I just think that those were hot button topics for Darcy. She didn't like hearing that. Whether it's true or not, something resonated with her, right? Seacrew <laughs> says, yeah, I used to... I'm used to the evil eye and then bickering, but this was a full-on fight for them. Facts, facts. There was no eat, pray, love, manifest beautiful love and openness. Like there was none of that. So <clears throat> they're still bickering. They're on the pier and they're bickering. Finally, Darcy's like, you know what, Stacy? I don't want to hear anything else from you. You need to focus on yourself. I'm going to focus on me and do what's best for me all the things. And so they get back to the apartment and uh, it's like the next day and Aspen and Nico, who are Darcy's daughters, are helping Darcy prep for her new hot date. Because you remember her friend set her, up, set her up with this guy named Mike, right? So they're going to go on a first date. Um, And let me tell you the shade that Aniko and Aspen <laughs> were giving Darcy. They do it in a loving way, but it's still shade and it's really, really funny, you guys. So um, they're helping her get ready and both of them feel like Darcy doesn't dress her age. Um, they feel like she loves things that are, quote, misses and extra small on her. And they're like, telling her like she's picking out these outfits they're like no like what size is that like why would you get an extra small I'm an extra small like what, what are you doing mom like all of that stuff um and so at the end of it they're like you know what we love our mom we know that she's extra she loves everything that's like a miss 
She loves anything that's sparkly. She loves anything that's over the top. And at the end of the day, we just say, you do you, boo. So she ends up picking, you know, when you can't go wrong with a little black dress. So she ends up picking a little black dress for her date night outfit. Um, and then she starts spritzing all this perfume on. And when I say she was spritzing for like five minutes, her daughters were like fun and like, it's enough, it's enough. And she's like, yeah, you know, when I'm nervous, I spritz. Yeah, but then your your scent is like everywhere. It's everywhere, everywhere. People who wear so much cologne or perfume, you have to remember that first time that you put it on, that's how strong it is. It's not losing strength. It's because your nose and your body is used to it. So just continue to squirt just a little bit. It's still going to have the same effect because everyone else who hasn't smelt it every day is going to smell it just as strong. Just a quick, quick perfume tip. So in the meantime, as Darcy's going on, her, getting ready for a date, Florian has decided that he really wants to show Stacy he's invested in <laughs> wedding planning, right? Because, you know, he ain't working and he's trying to, he's trying to be, I don't know, it's like thrifty Bob, you know, he's like, I ain't got no money. I ain't got no job. And now my wife wants this second wedding she wants to be a destination wedding all the things and he's not feeling it because he ain't got no money so instead he's like i have found a few sp spots that we can have the wedding and you guys when i died of laughter i died of laughter so he thinks he's doing some things so he's like you know i need to show that wedding planning is important to me as well so i've I've decided that I'm going to show a few spots to Stacy where I think we could probably have our wedding. So the first place he takes her is to the public park. And I was confused just as Stacy was, I was confused. I was like, oh, is it a, is it an outside venue? Like what's, what, what? Cause this is a public park and people are walking their dogs and the birds are flying over and people are like running and skateboarding all the things. So where, what, What's the venue? <laughs> Stacy's like, um, are we here? Because I was expecting a resort or a mansion or some type of venue, but this is a public park. And then the seagulls came down, you guys. And when the seagulls came down, Stacy was like all freaking out. Oh my God, the birds are out of control. They're out of control. <laughs> Meanwhile, oh my God, see Cruz, I know, so funny. Meanwhile, Florian is like deadpan. That's what I love about him. Like, he's not phased because he's being serious. He's like, yeah, we could probably, you know, pop a tent up over here, put some chairs in the grass. No big deal. He's like, don't worry. You don't like this spot. I have a second location. Y'all, tell me. Families have a lot going on. 
Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. That Florian didn't just walk her down from that same park to the pier by the park. And she, he's like, how about this location? And she's like, the pier? Where would we put the chairs? And um, where would we put like the balloons and the flowers? Florian says, quote, it will be more cheap and affordable. And Stacy's like, you know what? Let's just call this it, it for what it is. He doesn't want to spend money because he doesn't have any money. And he's cutting corners because he does not have a J-O-B. And it's time that he gets a job. Now, here's the thing that I think is fascinating, you guys. Think about how long that they've been together. So... I was thinking about it. We're on season four of Darcy and Stacy, and we met Stacy at least a few seasons into 90 Day Fiance, right? Florian at that time was was still living in Albania, but then he came over. So for the last, I'm gonna ballpark it, six years, he hasn't worked. Right. So he came to America, couldn't work. Then COVID happened. So he couldn't work for that two and a half, three years. He he's had his green card now for over a year and he's still not working, you guys. So Darcy and Stacy, and I say Darcy and Stacy because you know how they were twinning it for so long. Darcy was paying for Georgie and Stacy was playing for Florian. But here's the thing, like that's your husband and you knew exactly when he got his green card and now that he's had his green card for over a year and you haven't like pushed him to get a job then that's on you as well right because if it's so important for you to have him work and you say it's time for for him to get a job well what the hell has he been doing for the last year and a bit he's had his green card I, and, you know, he thought he wanted to be a model. And that's another thing. He's skinnier than I've ever seen him before. Has anyone else noticed that? Um, but he just doesn't want to work. Like, he just doesn't want to work. Because I think he got comfortable not working and having all his bills paid by his wife. So he's like, I'm cool. He still gets to wear designer clothes. He still gets to travel. He still gets to go out to eat. If you guys remember, remember Georgie wasn't working, but Georgie would go to all these five-star restaurants, order oysters and champagne. (laughs) Oh, Lord Jesus. Oh, wow. Okay. So Stacy's a little ticked off at this point now. So she's like, you know what? You need to get a job, period. That's it. And then He's like, please, come on, please. And then he says the Lord's name in vain. And she's like, well, listen, you've had your green card for a little over a year now, and you have not even tried to get a job. Lack of effort, 
Uh, she says he needs to start contributing immediately. She's sick of just paying for him and him riding on her back. And I don't blame her, but I also think that, you know what? Why did you wait for over a year? This fool has had his green card, like you said, for over a year. So why are you now just starting to bitch? He's thinking that you don't care. Which is like so interesting to me because what do you think he's bringing to the table, you guys? Anyone? What is he bringing to the table? It has to be like he's either pleasing her in other ways or he's taking care of the home. You know, she's got grown kids with her ex-husband, so it's not like he has to take care of any kids. So what what does he do all day? And he's not pursuing his modeling because I haven't seen anything out there. So what is it like what are you what's he doing? Anyone? Someone tell me. Anywho, so <clears throat> Then we move on to Darcy's date. So Darcy shows up at the restaurant and Mike is already there. And Mike has uh, taken the liberty to go ahead and say this restaurant offers an experience. And so I took the liberty to order for you. And on the one hand, I get that. Like, great. that That's like, oh, very like chivalrous. But this is your first date. You don't even know anything about Darcy. You don't know if she's vegetarian or vegan or has dietary restrictions or maybe she's like doing keto, all the things. Like you don't know anything about her. So how do you have the audacity to order for her when you know nothing about her? It's not like you called her ahead of time and said, hey, this restaurant has this. Take a look at what you like. Give me some options and then I'll go ahead and order for you. Like she had no idea that you were going to do this. So how how do you then just take it upon yourself to order for someone that you don't know at all? Hi, Lisa. <clears throat> and so one of the experiences is the chocolate therapy. Now... I'm just going to take a minute, you guys, so that I don't overreact. But have we learned nothing during COVID? Have we learned nothing during this pandemic? Have we learned nothing? During the pandemic, what I learned is a lot of people don't wash their hands. And the, all that nasty germs get spread throughout everything. And then you're touching your face and you're touching other people and they carry those germs and they touch other people and it just becomes a hot mess. So you're not washing your hands. You're not hand, you're not using hand sanitizer. You're just being nasty all day, every day. You're picking your nose, not washing your hands. You're going to the bathroom, not washing your hands. You're handling food. You're not washing your hands. All the things that are totally gross to me. So if this indeed was a five-star restaurant, I had an issue from the very jump. So Darcy has clearly not, doesn't know what she's getting into, right? The server comes over and says, oh, you should probably take off any jewelry that's on your hand. And then meanwhile, Mike has his hands open, you know, like this, like he's, you know, going to catch some water. And I didn't see like, you know, when you're flying in an airplane and they bring over the hot towels for you to wash your hands before they serve you the meal. I didn't see how, you know, at some um, uh, restaurants that are family style, they have like the wet wipes that you can go ahead and wash your hands. 
I didn't see anyone excuse themselves from the table and be like, hey, let me just go quickly wash my hands. I didn't see anyone dig into their bag or their back pocket and get like hand sanitizer and like at least hand sanitizer. I didn't see any of that. All I saw was Mike open his hands and the server poured chocolate into these non-clean hands. And then Darcy took off her rings and the server poured the chocolate on her non-clean hands too. And then we proceed to lick the chocolate off of our hands. And my, so no, no one's, no one's, Why have we as a people not learned anything over the last three years? I, I, and then after that, you know, they, they are fast forwarding to them having conversation, but you first have already thrown me off because no one has done any sanitary things pre the chocolate hand licking. And then what happened after you licked the chocolate off your hands? Did you all go to the bathroom and clean up? Did you just wipe that shit off? Like what happened? Because then all of a sudden they were done with that and they just started talking like there had no, nothing going on in between. I, I'm going to need some more information immediately. So I'm distracted by that. But meanwhile, Mike thinks Darcy is gorgeous. Uh, he talks about some weird meditative state thing. He was talking a lot about himself. I was trying to pay attention, but, you know, my mind was still on. So what exactly happened here? What happened after the chocolate therapy situation? Because... This is this is just not a good look. So in the meantime, he's still talking about himself and how he wants to like create a program that transcends people and so that your souls connect. And he's gonna charge money for people to like connect their souls. And he's really found the key to happiness. And part of that is that it's through meditation and and he meditates every day and then he doesn't do anything until he gets the answer. And Darcy's like, you know what? It's great that he's doing all of this and, you know, being open and communicating, but he's not really asking anything about me. He's just talking about her himself. And so she's kind of a little wary about this situation. And he's oblivious to the fact that she's not feeling him. So he asks her right then and there for a second date. And she's She's looking at him and it, there was this weird, awkward silence. And then they were looking at each other. And I think that Darcy's a little bit of a people pleaser as well. So she's like, you know what? Uh, it's awkward, but maybe it would be fun to do. Like maybe, we, maybe, right? So she doesn't say yes. She doesn't say no. She's just like, okay, yeah, maybe. He takes it as a yes. Um, and so she's ready to go, right? Cause she's just not impressed with any of this. She's like ready to go. So she's up out of her chair. She's like, start, she's giving him a hug. She's starting to walk away. Now, this is the part that I was like, oh no, this, this dude right here is just, he's not the business. He's not the business. He then literally takes it upon himself to talk to camera and discuss how much the date cost. He's like, yeah, and then this date cost $500, but, you know, it was well worth it. 
And my note here just says, yuck. Yuck. No one that has any type of class, dignity, self-respect, you don't do that. You don't then go and say, well, I paid $500 for this date. You asked her for the date. You picked the spot and you ordered for her and for yourself. And then you're talking about how much the date costs. I just think it's it's in poor taste. Yuck. <clears throat> so Darcy's not feeling him. She's missing that instant connection she's used to. So one of the things that Darcy, that we know about Darcy is that she likes to fall in love immediately. If we look at her exes, you know, uh, Jesse, she was absolutely in love with. Um, Political Troll says, Florian should tell Stacy, I'll get a job when you get a job, my angel. Well, Stacy has a job, right? She owns a business. She's a female entrepreneur, small business owner. So she has money coming in left, right, and center. Um, and if you guys, I know a lot of you guys want to talk crazy about House of Eleven, but those two make money off of that. A lot of it. Like, a lot of it. So, um... <clears throat> Darcy really just like loves like that, like I'm in love right away, right? She had that or she thought she had that with Jesse where she was like obsessed with Jesse. And then she also thought with Tom, right? She was, she goes see Tom in England. All of a sudden she wants to marry him right away. And then Georgie, same thing. Like she just, that instant like lust, she confuses in my mind with love. And she thinks that if she doesn't have that, then it's not the real thing, right? So she doesn't believe in getting to know someone, developing feelings for them over time. She doesn't believe in that. It has to be the instant spark or it's just not worth it for her. Um, <clears throat> and so she leaves the date not impressed, right? And then in the meantime, Stacy and Michael Benz are getting Manny Petties. Uh, Stacy's treating him as a thank you for all the help for the move and all the, the support that he's been there for her. He's like her brother, um, which is interesting because the brother that passed, his name is Michael as well. So that's really a kind of interesting thing to me as well. Um, and so Stacy's telling Michael that, you know, she feels like Darcy has some resentment since her breakup with Georgie and she's taking it all out on Stacy. Um, Stacy also believes that Darcy feels like she's being left behind because, you know, Stacy's married. She's not there. She's about to have a second wedding and it was going to be a twin wedding and now it's not. And so Darcy's not only dealing with that, but she's also dealing with the fact that she's single. And I think that Darcy doesn't have a sense of self without having a younger man by her side to help validate who she is. And so Stacy's like, you know, I want to ask Darcy to be my maid of honor, but I don't, I'm scared to because I don't know what will trigger her. You know, she do any wedding, wedding things trigger her. And I got to tell you through this episode, the answer is yes. The answer is she's getting triggered because she's seeing her sister try on wedding dresses and be in happy bliss. So she's trying to make it miserable for her sister because she's feeling miserable herself. That's how I'm seeing it. Now, Stacy's no angel. Stacy puts her digs in knowing that Darcy's in this like crappy place. But 
Darcy is not handling it all right, and she's she's misdirecting her anger and lack of self worth on others, in my opinion. So Stacy goes on to tell Michael um, that Florian's not working. She's not happy that Florian's not working. Um, and Michael is like, you know how he is, guns a blazing. Well, you know what? Florian needs to step it up. And I'm going to need to give him a big brother talk. And I'm going to go ahead and talk to him. Oh, thanks, Marsha. Thanks for the support. Appreciate you in the live chat. Um, I'm going to go talk to him and let him know that he needs to get a J-O-B. Okay, Michael, calm down. We flip over to Darcy and Darcy and Leslie. And remember, Leslie's the friend that set her up with Mike and they're doing Pilates. And let me tell you guys, I had a little bit of a just laugh over all of it. It was all wild. So Darcy admits it's a lot. It's been a long time that she's worked out, which again is interesting to me because you got to think about like all all the like the nips and the tucks and the surgeries. I mean, you can do all those things, but I think you're supposed to do it in conjunction with healthy eating and living and an active lifestyle. But, you know, I know that a lot of times people just want the shortcuts to their best self. But here we are. She's working out and she's like, you know, in Miami, everyone has super great bodies. And so I'm willing to put in the work and all the things. Okay. Darcy's doing this Pilates stuff, you guys, and she is just saying a lot, like her daughters say, she overshares, she's oversharing, and she's acting like, she's like, oh, you know, Pilates reminds me of being in labor, and so she's starting to make these labor, like, like sounds, and her legs are all over the place. And her friend Leslie is embarrassed again. Because remember, the last time we met Leslie, Leslie was embarrassed because of how Darcy and Stacy were eating oysters. And now the Pilates thing, like same thing. She's like, oh, where's the coof in all of this? So <clears throat> Leslie asked Darcy about her date with Mike. And Darcy's like, you know, it was interesting. He did a lot of talking. He talked about himself all the time. He did like little to no listening. And also he's just been texting me nonstop and it's all these long texts and Darcy proceeds to show her phone with all these like crazy long texts and no one likes super like it. He's it's like paragraphs, paragraphs and paragraphs and paragraphs. And she's like, it's just weird. And Darcy's like, you know, I find it a turnoff. It's too much for me. And I'm not really attracted to him like that. And so I want to ghost him. She wanted to ghost him. But she's like, you know, I know that that's not the right thing to do. And her friend's like, okay, well, either you can call or I can call or we can call together. But you got to let him know that, you know, you're not really interested in anything more than friendship. So Darcy calls Mike and he's like, it's like how beautiful pet names all the things he's all in and she like goes with it for a little bit and then he wants to see her again and she's like well you know i just need to let you know that i only see you as a friend um so you know i only see you as a friend and then there was an awkward silence and then he finally understood what she was saying and she's like you know have a great rest of the day bye for now <laughs> Meanwhile, she's super worried that dating's going to be harder for her the older she gets. Um, and she's realizing that dating is harder than she expected. And I got to tell you, she's not wrong. 
I, you know, all y'all people who are like coupled up and married for like five years, 10 years, 20 years, 50 years, all the things you listen, it's rough here in the streets. It's rough here in the streets for the singles. It is rough. The pickings are slim and it's rough. Y'all It's rough. Woo. So Darcy and Stacey C are still fighting, um, but they meet up because they have a business meeting because Darcy has some uh, news about their House of Eleven line. She pitched this guy called Johnny Mac, who is the owner of Impossible Kings, uh, about doing a collab together, House of Eleven and Impossible Kings exclusive. So they have to come up with some sample pieces and, and pitch them again. Um, and so she's excited about that because that they're trying to get back into brick and mortar stores and that way they have more exposure to their line. And meanwhile, this was like one of my favorite parts of the show. You guys favorite parts of the show. Darcy has decided to go to a matchmaker. Um, you know, because she says she's 47, she's a mom of two teens, and she just wants something different. She wants to be able to find someone. So she heard of this matchmaker, Michelle, and I have to tell you, shout out matchmaker, Michelle. I don't know anything about you. If I find you on social media, I'll find you because you were the star of the episode. You were the star of the episode because you have said, you told it so straight to Darcy. You told her all the things that everyone has tried to tell her, but she was not listening. And for some reason, however you said it, and you said it with love, and you said it with intention, you said it with, hey, I really do want to find you a quality person, but you're also going to have to do some work. All the things she said, you guys, listen, I was like, go ahead, Michelle, go ahead, tell her, tell her. So matchmaker Michelle uh, has a high success rate in matching couples. She's worked with high profile people as well as celebrities. And she's also a dating coach. So it's not only is she a matchmaker, she helps people learn how to date properly and get through some of the roadblocks that are preventing them from finding people. And so the first question, okay, so Darcy's 47. The first question Michelle asks her is, you know, what is your preferred age range? And then Darcy, and I'm going to pop this up here because it's it's her fake smile where she's like, oh, I know this bitch didn't ask me this question right now. So there's an awkward pause. And then Michelle's like, because you put here, your preferred age range is 25 to 40. And Michelle's like, you know, you're 47. The last two guys you dated, they were in the 30s. And how'd that work out for you? Oh, what? It didn't work out? Because, you know, you're 47 and they were in their 30s. And you're talking about your age range being 25 to 40. So Michelle's like, are you open to expanding that age range to include 53 or 54? And Darcy was like, nah. Like, she, Darcy wasn't feeling it. Darcy was like, it was almost shocking to her. Like, how dare you want to set me up with someone who's 50 or 53 or 54. Like, how dare you? What? She says, I've always dated younger men. They're like more vibrant. 
But Michelle says, and this is a direct quote, dating men 20 years younger tells me that there's a part of her that doesn't believe in her self-worth. So she's seeking it through relationships. I have said that a bazillion times. See, Cruz can vouch for me. Rodella, I don't see her in the live chat, but she can uh, uh, vouch for me. Anyone that's come to my show and, and heard me talk about Darcy and Stacey over the years, that's exactly what I say. There's no self-worth. I think there needs to be a little bit of healing done and therapy done because part of what I think Darcy and Stacy, especially Darcy is, is dealing with is childhood trauma. And that childhood trauma stems for the fact that what they believed was beautiful when they were growing up was the blonde hair, blue eyed Barbie. Right. And then you have these mixed race kids who have an identity crisis, but can't deal with the fact that they're mixed race because they're in a predominantly own, a white only school system. And so no one's showing them like, you know, your hair texture is different. Um, your skin is might be a little bit darker, all the things. So they only see blonde hair and blue eyed Barbie is beautiful. I need to be blonde hair and blue eyed because that's what we were taught were beautiful. And then they get picked on, they get teased. Dar you can go back and watch the episode yourself. Darcy's talked about how they had no friends during school. They just had the two of them. So the two of them would have lunch together and people would pick on them because yeah, they were different. And it was, it was hard to watch, but it was also, listen, you're bringing up all the trauma that you've been, you, you've dealt with, but you are not healing from it, which is different. So you recognize that these are your trauma bonds, but have you gone to therapy in order to not only rectify, but to heal from those trauma bonds? You haven't. And so here we are, fast forward, where, yeah, you're dating the wrong men. You're dating men 20 years younger than you because like even Michelle said, and like I've said in the past, you don't believe in yourself. And you don't believe in yourself because you've never believed in yourself. So you're getting external validation and you're getting it from a young man who thinks you're hot or, pay, or pays you a little bit of attention. And guess what? He's milking you for all your worth. And he knows all he has to do is stroke your ego. And then that's it. You don't have to do anything. And I can say the same thing about Stacy because Stacy has a full on husband who can work is able bodied and chooses not to work, even though he can work now. So, that being said, Michelle goes on to say some more things that Darcy needed to hear. So, Michelle's like, you know, I asked you to send some photos in, and the photos that you sent, they're not a right representation of who you are. The first thing that's the issue is... A lot of the photos have filters and heavy filters at that. And Michelle goes on to say, how would you feel if I showed you a picture of a guy who looks all young and then you see him dot, dot, dot. I put because she didn't even have to finish her statement and Darcy cut her off because let's take a peek at some of the photos that Darcy, because you guys have seen Darcy's social media. Um, 
So this is one of the photos. It's a little grainy, but you kind of get the idea. This photo here again, right? So Darcy with the filters, right? Because she loves her some filters. This one here, again, with the heavy, heavy filters. And then this one here, where you're like, oh, right? Now, okay. So Michelle goes on to say, you know, you need more photos that are more authentic to her words, quote, who you look. So you need more photos that are more authentic. How, how do you actually really look? If you took all the filters off, then what do you really look like? And, and, you know, again, that goes into the healing part, you guys, like, why do you feel like you have to heavily filter yourself after you've had all this surgery? Wasn't the surgery to make you feel better about yourself? And for the simple fact that you don't feel better about yourself, and you feel like even though you put all had all this surgery, you're still not beautiful, you don't feel beautiful within yourself. So you're going to continue to heavily filter yourself. That is like trauma. Do you understand? Like I, we all have insecurities. Like I have my own insecurities and, you know, I try to work on them on a daily basis, but I also am not gonna, you know, I can, I, I, I am happy about Stacy too, because Stacy can like lay off the makeup and like be herself a little bit, but I just think like you gotta you gotta deal with that you gotta deal with that trauma because you if you don't love yourself then you're not gonna attract the love that you're looking for and if you attract some type of love it's gonna be the type that you're not looking for so the next thing that uh, matchmaker Michelle asks is tell me about your family and your upbringing and we knew this but Darcy shares that her dad you know was married and divorced. Uh, her mom by the age of 12 and then remarried two more times. So total married three times and they all ended up in divorce. So Darcy feels like she doesn't know what a healthy relationship looks like. Uh, she's also worried that um, because she doesn't know what a healthy relationship looks like, that she's going to end up alone. She talked about her mom, how her mom after the divorce never dated and she knows that her mom is lonely. And so she doesn't want to be like her mom, uh, lonely and alone. Her biggest fear, Darcy's biggest fear is dying alone. And the matchmaker, Michelle said, you know, I, I, I hear you. And I am thinking about like all the people that you've dated in the past, the Jessies, the Toms, the Georgies, what's the common denominator. And it took, I screamed at the, the the TV, I was like, she, her, she's the common denominator. But it took her a minute to realize, yeah, I'm the common denominator. And matchmaker Michelle was like, listen, I can match you up with quality people, but from there, it's on you. And you're going to have to do the work. You have to put in the work and it's going to be hard. But if you put in the work, I, I promise you, you'll meet a quality person. And I mean, honestly, you guys, I just thought absolutely, absolutely. That's exactly what needs to be done. She needs to put in the work. And 
you know, she needs to be open to healing and also she needs to, you know, date someone that wants to date her not someone that wants her to take care of, of him. But I'm going to tell you something, you guys, I unfortunately think this is my prediction for this season. I think by the end of the season, her and Georgie are going to be back together. And I'm going to go ahead and throw it out there. And I'm predicting that the wedding, they're still going to have a twin wedding and she's going to end up marrying Georgie. That's what I think is going to happen. My gut is telling me that it's not over between them. And the simple fact that he's in Miami, I feel like they're going to be back together by the end of the season. Let me know what you guys think of that prediction. All right. So that was episode two. We're moving on to episode three, season four, episode three, Rollerblades and Shade. So... Darcy and Stacey are still, you know, bickering a little bit here and there, but they have to make some some work decisions and they run a business together. So they're at this place called Mood and they're meeting their production manager, Conrad, who has flown in from L.A. And Mood is a fabric store and they're there to pick up fabric to create samples for the new collection that they are trying to do with that dude. What, what did I say his name was, you guys? Um, I don't even remember. Johnny Mac. So they're going to put the sample collection for Johnny Mac together so that they can pitch him and do a collab with him, right? So the production manager, Conrad, gets there. And listen, these two are wild. Darcy and Stacey are wild. They're talking about how they have to be one with the fabric, be one with the fabric, and they're wrapping themselves. They have to feel the fabric. You have to be the fabric. You have to know the fabric. You have to smell the fabric. Be one and love the fabric. All the things. And they're wrapping themselves up in fabric all over the place and all the things. Um. And then I'm like, okay, well, y'all are doing the most. Are you actually going to pick a fabric? And so Conrad is giving truth too. So what I found in these last two episodes is that everyone is speaking truth. Uh, Aniko and Aspen speaking truth, saying that their mom is above, over and beyond. She uh, is over the top. She loves all the misses. She um, dresses not age appropriate and she buys things size is too small, all the things. And then you have a Michelle, the matchmaker who's telling her, Hey, listen, you don't have a real understanding about who you are with all the filters and all of this and uh, age appropriate dating and all the things. And then you have Conrad, who's a production manager who says that both Darcy, Darcy and Stacy have different personalities and they both have separate demands and what one thinks is, is good. The other one's not going to think is good. If this person says black, then this person's going to say white. Um, and so they're trying to find some fabrics and uh, of course the sisters are already fighting. So again, they're not agreeing. Um, but at the end of the day, Con's like, we have to make it work somehow. We're going to have to make it work. And so they decide the sisters decide that they're going to stick with safe colors. So what works for them, they say are the blacks and the nudes. Now, listen, y'all, any of you guys have been to Miami, you, you know, blacks and nudes are cool, but it's all about the color pops in Miami. It's colorful. It's vibrant. 
it's like, you know, je ne sais quoi, it's just like so caliente. That's what I'll say. So I think that maybe playing it safe is probably not going to be the best look for them. But, you know, let's see what happens. So <clears throat> they're going to try to figure it out, but they're they're going to stick with what they know. Now, meanwhile... Stacy's moving on to shopping for wedding gowns, right? So Stace, uh, Darcy has joined her and Stacy's super excited because she's like, you know what? I have a new body. I'm getting a new dress. She's like, I didn't have this body when I had my last wedding. So off they go bridal shopping. And let me tell you, that whole situation was just awkward. It was all very awkward. So they get there and... Uh, the sales rep is like, you know, who's getting married today? And Stacy's like, it's me. And then Darcy's like, well, I would have been getting married too. I was engaged too, but my engagement didn't work out. So this would have been me too, but it didn't work out. I was like, Darcy, you don't need to make it about yourself. Like no one asked you, no one cares in the fact that, okay, so great. You were engaged, but you're not engaged now. So can we not make this about you? Can we try to continue to make it about Stacy? Cause it is supposed to be her special day. Um, and so the sales rep starts to show dresses to Stacy. And in the meanwhile, Darcy's in the back rolling her eyes. And when Stacy mentions like, you know, we don't know where we're going to have the wedding yet. Maybe we want a destination wedding, or maybe we're going to have it here in, in Miami again. Darcy's like rolling her eyes, like totally giving stank eye towards Stacy. Um, and then <clears throat> Stacy's like just trying to ignore it. And she's like, you know, what I want is like a fun, fitted, sexy dress. You know, my first wedding, um, my dress is from Albania. And, you know, it was, it was like more traditional. And this time around, she wants like sexy and fitted. So she tries some dresses. The first one she tries is a high-low dress. And Darcy was so mean, you guys. Darcy's like, yeah, that's not it. What you don't want, I don't like it, she says. What you don't want is knobby knees. And you were popping out here and you were popping out there. You know, what you want is long and lean. And that was not that was not giving you long and lean. That was giving you like pop, pop, popping out, pop, pop. And giving you knobby knees. Oh, wow. Wow. How do you really feel, Darcy? Because I'm not sure if it's about the dress or the fact that you're hating on your, the fact that your sister's having her second marriage and it's not a twin wedding. So then the next one uh, is like more of like a princess dress and it has like, you know, hand beating and all of this stuff. And does Darcy like this dress? No. Darcy doesn't like this dress either literally says the dress looked better on the hanger than it did on Stacy. Wow. So Stacy and Darcy are sitting down at the wedding shop and Stacy's like trying to talk about her wedding and the planning that she's trying to do. She wants to mention like how uh, Florian showed her some spots that were not really spots, but then Darcy makes it about herself and tells her, well, you know what? I went to a matchmaker and Stacy's like, oh, really? I've never been, right? Which is a, it's a bit of a, a dig. But then they start bickering because she's like, you know, some of us, 
um, have never been to matchmakers. And Darcy's like, well, some of us need to go to matchmakers and it's very common. And uh-uh. and they went back and forth. And in my mind, I was like, isn't this supposed to be Stacy's moment? Like, could Darcy not talk about herself and her matchmaking even after they left the bridal shop? But deep down, you guys, she, I personally think that she's jealous. I personally think, like Stacy thinks, that she feels like she's being left behind. I personally think that Darcy doesn't have any self-worth unless she's with someone. And when she's not with someone, she wants her sister not to be with someone because they have to be equally together and everything, or it creates a crazy divide. There's a lot of weird twin jealousy stuff, you guys, I'm telling you. So then... <clears throat> Stacey asks Darcy to be her maid of honor, tells her that, you know, I was a little bit hesitant to ask you because I didn't know if this was going to be a sore spot or not. And that set Darcy off 100%. She's like, I don't understand why you were hesitant. I didn't even care about this. I'm happy for you. I'm here to support you. I mean, you're saying the words, Darcy, but it sounds to me like you actually really are still jealous and still bitter. So they part ways on not good terms, right? So they, they both continue to fight and then they go their separate ways. So the next day and Darcy's like, you know, things are terrible between me and Stacy. So I'm going to go ahead and have a mother daughter bond day. I'm going to go rollerblading with um, Annika and Aspen. And all I can say is that <clears throat> Darcy's a terrible rollerblader. She was terrible at it, even though she's like, yeah, I used to roller skate back in the day. Roller skating and rollerblading are totally different. It was clear that you don't know what you're doing. Um, and so she, we have some time with Aniko and Aspen just talking about, like, they have a lot coming up. So prom's coming up, graduation's coming up. Uh, Aniko is going to college in Arizona, so she's prepping for college. And she's super excited about it because she like wants to start making her own decisions and being independent and kind of living her own life. And then Darcy has like this overshare moment, which her daughters feel like it's too much information all the time. And they wish that their mom was not an oversharer, but she shares like about her first time. And it was like a whole thing. You guys, like she was like, ah, it was my first time and I never saw him again. And I didn't, I didn't have a good time because you know, I, you heard her. It was like that, all of that. Um, but what Darcy's happy about is the fact that Aniko and Aspen are so close, right? And they're going to miss each other when Aniko goes to um, university and, and settles away from her in Arizona but they're still going to be close. And one of the things that Annika said is that she knows that Darcy's probably going to be calling her all day, every day. And then Annika's probably going to be calling Aspen all day, every day because she's closest with Aspen. And so Darcy's happy that those two, her two daughters, who are you guys, they seem very happy and healthy and like level-headed and not, and then realizing that their mom is a little like over the top and extra. I, I think that that's wonderful. I think that the two of them together were raised right. And, you know, we can talk about that in another situation. But in the meantime, the tensions between Darcy and Stacy, uh, both Darcy and Stacy are worried that it's not going to get back to how it used to be. And, and they started to share some of their old photos, you guys. And I got to tell you, these two were beautiful. 
they were they were beautiful growing up. I think they just had a really shit experience because of where they were raised and there was no one else that was like them. And so they only had the, the two of them together to like fight against the world and the stereotypes and racism and all the things. And I don't think that they did get a job because here we are with all of the trauma that they still hold. So um, this was a really cute photo of them back, back in the day. Uh, they shared this one as well of Darcy and Stacy in their young, young years. This one where I'm like, oh my God, look how beautiful they, they are. It's interesting to me though. because Oh yeah. So they are brown eyed. You see that? So in this, they're like just brown eyed. We haven't seen them brown eyed in a long time. So now they're blue eyed. But still gorgeous, right? Still gorgeous girls. Um, let me see if I have one more photo. Yep. And then they shared this one. So, you know. It's regular girls. I even love the curls in their hair. Their natural curls and all the things. And I, I just feel bad. You guys, I feel bad for them. I think that they they were robbed of what could have been such a different type of upbringing. They could love themselves more. That would be just totally different. But I mean, we all hold our different traumas. So anyways, uh, Michael and Florian meet up. And you guys, I just think that Michael and, well, Florian specifically is just the most hilarious. So Michael wants to meet up with Florian because he wants to talk about how Florian doesn't have a job, right? So he invites Florian to meet up at a store um, and to just like, hang out. And Florian said yes, because Florian doesn't know very many people. So he's like, hey, we bonded over the U-Haul drive to Miami. So like, you're my new friend. I didn't really like you before, but I like you now. Plus, you know, I want to hang out because I don't know anyone. So quote, fun time. <laughs> That's what Florian said. Okay, fun time. And so... Florian is like, you know, right now we're building on a friendship. I, again, I, I didn't like him when we first met, but I have more respect for Michael now. And so I'll go. He shows up. Uh, first thing Michael says is, you know, is everything good with you? Like, are you good? And they're walking around the store and I'm like, why are you shopping since Florian doesn't even have a job? Like he can't even buy anything. And unless he has, you know, his wife's, you know, credit cards. I don't understand why you picked a shop where there's bling bling everywhere. But again, what do I know? So then Michael goes ahead and says, you know, are you good? And how's the wedding planning going? Like what's going on with that? Florian's like, you know, I showed Stacy some spots yesterday. Oh yeah. The free, free spots at the public parks. Got you. <laughs> Michael's looking at him and what I think is interesting you guys too is Michael if you remember last season Florian tried to call Michael Mike and Mike gave a huge like issue he's like that is not my name if I wanted to be called Mike I would have told you my name was Mike it's Michael but Florian calls excuse me Michael calls Florian Flo do you all y'all pick that up at all I just think it's interesting so he's like Flo 
I'd do anything for you and Stacy. I would do anything for you. But some of the stuff she's been telling me, bro, raises some red flags, bro. Like, raises some red flags. Don't you want to get a job, bro? Don't you feel like you need to work, bro? Like, you need to work right now. But, you know, you got to get a job. And you got to get a job right now. You got to do something now. What's stopping you? What's stopping you, bro? Why are you not working, bro? Florian's like, that's between me and Stacy. You understand? You're like a man. You know, like her girlfriend. You acting like a girlfriend. You acting like a girl. Like man, you stay like man. You keep my business, you're going to be in trouble. Boom. Done. Michael Benz needs to shut the fuck up. He needs to shut the fucking mouth and needs to stay far away from my, my friggin' business. Well, he's a fucking business, but whatever. I'm doing some really good impressions today, you guys, by the way. <laughs> hey, Radella. Hey, girl. Hey. Oh, I got blurry again. Um... Michael Ben says, be the man you said you're going to be to her, provide for her, get a job, do your thing. And Florian's like, you don't have a fucking clue, man. I can do whatever I want in my life. And then goes to Cameron says, this guy likes to hurt himself, basically. Seeming poke the bear, basically. I want to beat him so bad. I fucking hate him so fucking much. And guess what? Florian's so pissed off, he leaves. And then he's like, don't call me for this kind of BS, bro. <laughs> uh, the bro fight. So Florian got confronted by Michael Benz and Florian didn't like it because he's been called out by his name. And he was like, this is not your business. My wife already knows I haven't worked. I haven't worked for like six years. So like, don't pressure me into trying to get a job because I'm not interested if I can leave this or I can live this highfalutin life without having a job. That's his problem. Um, so that's what happens there. And then Darcy meets up with the dating coach, Michelle, again. They have like a, uh, a task. And it's called the wing woman session. And it's all about how do you approach men? Um, Michelle wants Darcy to practice conversation and making connections with men. She wants to see how Darcy flirts and how men react to her as well. So she, they're at the park and Darcy's assignment is basically to like, you know, flirt with the guys that are coming by. So, you know, say hi to them, say nice shirt, or I like your glasses, or like your shorts, or however she flirts, she's got to interact with the men that are going by. Now, Darcy, because Darcy is Darcy, and Darcy is highfalutin, so she says. Darcy is like, I don't go cruising. Why is this not loading? Okay, here we go. Darcy is like, I don't go cruising in parks usually for guys. Her her statement 
verbatim is this. I'm a little more high class than that. Darcy, you're from Connecticut. Can you just calm all the way down? You filter your photos. So, like, what are you talking about? You're too high class for this. Like, what? But she's going to trust Michelle. <sighs> Seekers, you're hilarious. Uh, she's going to trust Michelle. Knows what she's doing because Michelle has a really great success rate. Um, so she's going to try it and see if it works. So the first thing Michelle says is, Darcy, you need to practice smiling, right? Because like you're resting bitch face. There's no smile in it. So go ahead and practice smiling. The second thing is um, Darcy feels a little bit uncomfortable. She doesn't like to like just talk to any her randoms. She rather like slide into someone's DMs or go for dinner and flirt with someone over dinner. And so she gave an example how she'll slide into someone's DMs and be like, yeah, I like your energy. Keep inspiring winky emoji. Okay, Darcy. Peace, love, energy, manifest glory and joy. I think you're amazing. I like your energy. You inspire. Keep inspiring. Wink, 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 wink. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> so she throws out a few like, hey, I like your glasses. I like your shorts. Like, stuff and then there's a dude that's so conveniently planted across the way from her that's age appropriate um who's doing yoga and yoga guy waves at them and michelle talks first and says hey we well, you know we're just admiring your yoga and then michelle's like hey darcy ask him a question like interact with him and she got up and went over to talk to him and it was all 100% awkward. I was like, oh, Darcy, you're too grown to be this awkward. Why are you being this awkward? So she's like, what's your name? He's like, Robert. You have nice eyes, Robert. Then there's this weird, awkward silence. More awkward silence. Oh, you have a nice smile, Robert. Okay, more awkward silence. They're looking at each other silent. Okay, well, nice meeting you. <laughs> Darcy grades herself out of uh, zero to 10 as a five in her flirting game. And I definitely watched her be a five in her flirting game. It was terrible. It was awkward. I felt awkward for both of them. Um, And Michelle's like, you know, watching her. And she's like, you know, Darcy... What I know about you is you're, you think that love means instant spark, right? You have to build that like connection right away and it has to be hot and heavy and that's the place you stay in. And she's like, I want you to shift your focus from the instant spark to like more of the slow burn, right? So every date doesn't have to be the instant spark. You can start to get to know someone and I need you to shift your focus and attention off of it being one thing because perhaps your love can be something else. So Darcy's thinking about that. Meanwhile, we go back to Florian who quote is stressed out because everyone's telling him he needs to get a job. <laughs> so because he's so stressed out that 
you know, Stacy's like, get a job. Michael's like, get a job. What is he going to do? He feels like he needs to talk to someone. So he's going to go and kill his best friend, his best friend, his words, Georgie. He misses Georgie. It used to be the two of them. They used to be bros. And he says they became close friends. And all of a sudden, as if he doesn't remember all the other seasons, he said that he's never had an issue with, with Georgie. What? You had plenty of issues with Georgie because you would always side with Darcy and Stacy against Georgie. Okay. So he calls up Georgie, FaceTimes them, and the first thing he asks is, hey, bro, what are you doing for work? He didn't say bro, actually. He just said, hey, what are you doing for work? And, of course, Georgie has gone back to what he knows, so he's trying to recruit clients for his massage business, right? Because he was a masseuse before he met Darcy, so he's going back to what he knows. So... Florian tells him, Florian tells Georgie that he's looking for a job where we know good and well that Florian is not looking for a job. He's just been told that he needs to find a job. There's a very big difference. And so he tells Georgie what Michael Ben said to him, how he needs to find a job and he needs to contribute and support Stacy and Georgie, which, you know, the two of them are two peas in a pod. Like, I don't know what if you should be getting any type of career advice from Georgie, who didn't work the whole time he was with Stacy either. Like, I don't know if that's the right person to go to for advice, but whatever. Two peas in a pod, birds, birds of a feather fly together. Uh, Georgie says, quote, my advice is don't take advice from guys with blue hair. And then Georgie, of course, asks about Darcy. And Florian's like, you know, she has been set up on some dates and she's met a few guys. But in my opinion, ultimately, I think that she's lonely. Right. And Georgie's like, you know what? Well, I'm not talking to anyone else. I still love Darcy. I still want to be with Darcy. I'm hoping that one day we can be brother-in-laws together. And I was like, oh, that's where I knew. I was like, oh these two are getting back together for sure. For sure. That is my prediction. Anyways, Georgie asks, uh, excuse me, Florian asked Georgie to be his best man. Uh, he hasn't told Stacy, right? Which is going to bring the drama because Stacy just finished asking Darcy to be her maid of honor. So you got the maid of honor and best man who just broke up, who you know, apparently aren't talking to each other, but, it, you know, one still loves the other one and Darcy still holds the torch for him. So, you know, what could go wrong? They hang up. Uh, Florian says, have a nice day, my Georgie. I thought that was really adorable. My Georgie, my Georgie. Now we get back to the twins, Darcy and Stacy. Stacy decides that, you know what? Hey, I'm going to need to do a heart to heart with Darcy because things can't continue to go on. We can't continue to fight the way we've been fighting. Um, the one thing that I noticed about Stacy and I mentioned earlier is I like the fact that she can be casual. Uh, she can go with like no lashes, less makeup. And you look at Darcy, you would never see Darcy in public like that, like this, like no, no anything. And I like the fact that, that Stacy is able to be a little bit more herself. Um, 
that shows a step in the right direction, I think. So Stacey thinks that Darcy is jealous of her wedding. And so asked her, you know, does it bother you that I'm moving forward with this wedding? And Darcy's like, well, no, but she's coming across as super angry, right? She's like, I don't care. I don't care if you got uh, get married. I didn't even want to have a twin wedding. I don't even think about twin weddings. Twin weddings was a stupid idea, and I didn't even want to do it anyways. <clears throat> and so Darcy's like, you know, you've changed. You've changed since you've been planning the wedding. You're like high strung. You're stuck up, and you're condescending. Um. And Stacey's like, you know, I think you're hiding behind a facade. Like you're hiding behind the fact that you're saying you're okay and everything's okay, but you're not. And you're coming across as angry. You're coming across as mean. I feel like you're you're putting all of your negative energy towards me. And, you know, I think that you're, she didn't say this part, but I think that you're jealous. I think that you feel like you're being left behind. And I don't think you're really happy for my, my real happiness. This is supposed to be a happy time for me. I'm supposed to be... I'm planning my dream wedding and you're like the Debbie Downer and you're trying to like make everything about you and like poo poo on everything. Um, so Darcy's like, you know what? I never really wanted the twin wedding. And she, Darcy calls Stacy a bitch. And it was like fire from there. They started name calling. They did this weird thing where they would be like making weird faces at each other. Like, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was like really weird. I was like, oh, is this a weird Darcy and Stacey thing that you guys do where you act like you guys don't care about each other, but you're twins and so you're looking at yourself at each other. And so instead of saying words, you guys make weird, crazy faces. It was really a weird moment, you guys. Did you notice that they were both like, Ehh. it was so weird. No words, just weird faces. So uh, Stacey calls Darcy disrespectful, rude and nasty, and gets up and leaves. And she starts crying. She puts her sunglasses on. And she's like, you know, Darcy looks at singleness as a weakness. And what's interesting is that Darcy says, Stacy treats me like singleness is a weakness. And I was like, hmm. You see that? So it, it really is Darcy thinking that her being single is a weakness. And in that, it's transferring over as being mean and rude and jealous and all the things. Because I guarantee that when Georgie comes and they get back together, her whole attitude is going to change because she's going to then think that she's equal to her sister again. So Stacy starts crying. She's like, this is not right. She wishes her brother that passed, Michael, was there to like help them get through this because anytime they had disagreements, he was the one that helped them make it better. Um, but he's not here. But they're going to focus on trying to get through the business and, and make it happen for them. And so we're all caught up, you guys. Thank you so much for being here. Don't forget to like and subscribe. And um, the next few days are going to be a little bit of hectic. I'm still going to try to catch you guys up on some things. Uh, definitely make sure that you're following me at Linda So Girly if you want to see some crazy behind-the-scenes stuff in the next, like, three, four days. Um, I'm sure it will be up in my stories and all of that. So follow me at Linda So Girly. And for all things in the 90-day realm, reality TV, uh, stay tuned. I'll be back. Bye for now.